Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we empower, inspire, and uplift women to be the goddesses they were meant to be. I'm Julietta, your co-host, and also known as the Magical PT here in Fort Lauderdale. I have a private physical therapy practice where I'm definitely not your usual PT, as you maybe guessed by my name, the Magical PT. Um, I have a very holistic practice where I don't just look at your body, but your mind and spirit as well, because our mind and our thoughts are so powerful. And um, oftentimes we are not fully allowing the healing process to happen because of what's going on in our head and in our heart. And so we work on balancing that too. When I'm not doing that or podcasting, I also make healing jewelry and art with crystals and painting and all that good stuff. And um, I'm a Midwesterner, grew up in Wisconsin, but I've been in Florida since 1994, way too long. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's enough about me. Tell us about you, Allison. Yeah, we lived here before it was crazy like it is now. And it, and we thought it was crazy populated back then, right? And now it's like, oof, that was nothing. It's changed um, so much. So much. So I always find this so interesting. So I am also a Midwesterner from Michigan, moved down here probably about six months before Julia did. <laughs> Um, and we have been down- destined to meet. We were destined to meet. And um, I have been down here for a very long time as well. I am a mom to two adult children and been married to my husband for 28 years. And I am human resources director for a company uh, called the Gold Digger Girl. And I am a functional nutritionist. And so my passion and love is to keep women healthy and so that they can do the best that they can, because I know how important our health is to us. And when you aren't feeling well or you can't function at your best level, it is very hard for women to do all the amazing things that they are destined to do. So Juliet and I work very well together because she fixes all their body parts and I make sure they get all the right energy for that, those body parts. There we go. That can be our new, our, our new slogan. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Oh, and today we are going to talk about a conversation that was a little challenging for Julietta and I recently. Um, we, uh, as many of our audience and, and uh, anyone listen to this know, we have a book club and we read a book every month and we go live on our Facebook pages um, every Monday at noon and we discuss portions of the book that we're working on. And last month we decided to do Get Rich Lucky Bitch. We just finished it up on Monday and the last couple sessions, well, one of the main subjects of one of the last couple chapters was why you should not barter. And Juliet and I have both had our fair share of experiences with bartering for business. (laughs) And basically Denise Duffield Thomas has a very strong opinion on why you should not barter. And after reading her take on it, I completely 
concur and understand with one slight tiny, tiny caveat that Julietta probably has and can explain, but I'm in agreement that, you know, it's all about what you're putting out there into the universe. And if you're constantly putting out there that you, you know, only value return services, like I understand that idea of, oh, that's so great. Like if I give her this, she's going to give me that. But the reality is, is what are you telling the universe? You're telling the universe that money is really not that important to you. And money is really important to me because it enables me to be able to do amazing things and have this show and inspire all these women and do all these great, wonderful things we're doing. And if we don't have money, we can't do that. And when you're constantly bartering, you don't have money. So, so and yeah, I agree. And? <laughs> Most of the time, yes. But I also, if two people have services, products of the same value, and you both want what the other person has, mm -hmm. I don't see a problem because it, it, it's a fair trade. Where it becomes an issue is where we're, when we're bartering and accepting things that, no, I don't really want that, but oh, okay, you know. Um, like I, I can see, I can see for you as what you do bartering with maybe like an acupuncturist or somebody else that does it does similar like the value of what you're getting and what you would charge is very similar like that I completely can understand but yeah when you you know we both had scenarios where it doesn't quite work out that way yeah so um I I'm committed to not bartering not bartering anymore but I have certain people that I do trade services with that. How about you grandfather those people in? How's that? Yeah, those those people are grandfathered, but okay. going forward, no new bartering. All right, deal. Are you good with that? I'm good with that. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway. You realize all you could do is just not tell me about it. <laughs> but anyway. we're going to go with it anyway. Anyway. Um. Oh. We have an amazing sponsor. We have an amazing sponsor. I mean, we always have amazing sponsors. So this sponsor actually created us our own Voices of the Goddess coffee mugs. So let me tell you a bit about our sponsor. Our sponsor this month is Alicia Botang Designs. She's a celebrity cup designer. Alicia is a mother of four, a wife, and a passionate coffee lover. She is a former wedding planner and has always been an exceptional, creative individual, hence the beautiful mugs. She turned an ordinary coffee cup into an extraordinary, dazzling, and empowering vessel that speaks volumes to women of all colors all over the world. She has been seeing her and her products on the Today Show with Hoda and Jenna, Reader's Digest, Forbes, Food Network, ABC, Fox, MSN, Your California Life, Gift Shop Magazine, Sheen Magazine, and Lifestyle Magazine. So we are so honored and so blessed to have Alicia as our sponsor this month, have her create these beautiful mugs for us. And I'm telling you, you have to go check out her website. It's super easy, aliciabotang.com. I'll put it in the comments. She has mugs for every occasion you can think of. Um countries oh my gosh her country ones are so great too right like she has like i've seen think like a cuba italy i can't remember what other ones i've seen she has a really really beautiful fourth of july one coming up so 
go check it out. Go get your mug. And if you uh, want a Voices of the Goddess mug, let us know. Uh -huh. They are available. They are available. Uh -huh. All right. It's time to bring on our guest. Hello, Lynn. Welcome to Hello. the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you. Please take a moment, introduce yourself to our audience, tell them who you are and what you do. So I'm Lynn Wadsworth, of course. I'm the owner and founder of Holistic Health and Wellness, and I earned my certification through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York and then became board certified through the American Association of Drugless Practitioners. And I'm also a certified wellness cooking instructor, just so I can help my clients because I hate cooking. <laughs> I do too. I love that. <laughs> um, so I was a yo-yo dieter and a sugar addict for most of my life. And I suffered from autoimmune disorders and severe migraines and went on to have an awful lot of health issues, which is why... I chose this profession to really help women um, get back their health and to learn how to live a healthy lifestyle in very, very easy steps. It doesn't have to be difficult, but you can most definitely, just like you were talking about at the beginning, have that energized life. Mm -hmm. And even in midlife, because when we hit midlife, we tend to think, oh my gosh, life is over. My body's just not it. What? not what it was. I'm tired all the time. So I offer easy step-by-step -step solutions mm -hmm. to any of those kind of issues. I'm a holistic practitioner like Julieta is mm -hmm. and just love to see people change their lives around for the better and live in optimal health. Love it. You are speaking our language. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, we're going to dive into our questions. And the first one is, what is one book that you wish every goddess would read and why? Oh, my gosh. When you gave me that question, I have to tell you, I really, really had to think about that because there's so many that I've read over the years. But I think that one that impacted me the most was just a simple one called Boundaries by Henry Cloud. Um, mm. It It's because it was personal to me, because I'm not very good at saying no and setting boundaries. So it really helped me, taught me. And I think so many of us as women have an issue with boundaries because our nature is to nurture people, right? Mm -hmm. And not to put ourselves first, which we mm -hmm. should. Mm -hmm. I feel That's like I've seen that. Thing. Yeah, it is a reoccurring theme yeah. as women. I, we are very bad about that. I feel like I've seen that book before. I have to look it up, but that sounds like an excellent book. Probably a must read for women in general. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So our second question for you is what is one, and I know as a health a holistic practitioner, this is going to be, you probably have many, but try to narrow it down to what is one top self-care practice that you love and how does it really support you and what you do? Yeah, as you say, there's many, many of them, but um, if I was to have to think about what it is that really helps me more than anything is when I learned how to breathe. 
And I saw you nodding your head, Alison, when I talked about the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Mm -hmm. Dr. Andrew Wheel was one of the professors mm -hmm. there. And I loved his um, breathing technique, which was very, very simple, but it totally changed my life. At the time, I was suffering with daily migraines as well as a lot of stress. And so just for me to slow down, remember to breathe, whatever breathing technique I use, just really puts me back. It centers me and it puts me back in the moment again. And it's simple. You can do it if you work in a corporate job because it doesn't matter where you're at. You can do it at your desk. Mm -hmm. That's what I tell people. It's free. <laughs> yeah. It's flexible. You can do it anywhere and anytime. And it's important. We were, well, Juliana and I both were kind of giggling when you said breathe, because is that the third interview to say breathing today? <laughs> yeah, I think, I don't know. It's been breathing like a theme. The theme. Breathe, breathing is, yeah, go ahead. No, for sure. You're at least the second. I don't remember yeah. if it was one of the other ones, yeah, but, I don't either. Um, but breathing is, it's a big theme. I, you know, and I, I said this on one of the other shows, it's, it's an issue that I uh, address with many of my clients, you know, on a regular basis. People are, they're all chest breathing, they're breathing shallowly, and it doesn't yeah. support us. And it makes me very happy to see that breathing is kind of a, it's a, a trendy topic right now, but at least yeah, it, gets, it gets it out there and gets people thinking about it and addressing it. And, you know, there's all different kinds of fancy, you know, breathwork techniques and, you know, you can make it complicated. You can keep it super simple, whatever floats your boat. But the important thing is get your breathing right. You know, this shallow chest breathing doesn't yeah. serve anybody. Right. And I was brought up, I, I started singing when I was five. So it was easy for me with breathing because I learned how to breathe correctly and that served me for all of my life when it comes to breathing because it's just second nature to breathe properly. Excellent. All right. Our next question is, because we all have difficult days, and but even when the day is difficult, you still got to show up and, and, and get things done. So when you're having one of those days, how do you rise up to get thing, get through your day? Oh, well, there's a few ways that have been an integral part of, of my life, bringing about the healthy lifestyle. So having had migraines, it was easy for me to not want to show up because I'd want to lay in bed instead. But um, one of the, again, breathing comes into play. So if I had a morning where I didn't want to get out of bed, I'd lay in bed and I would, I would think I'd maybe say a quick prayer, I would do some breathing work, and then I'd start with some positive affirmations because I think that however bad our day is, we've all got something to be grateful for, and especially with what's going on in the world now, it can be something so simple that you can be grateful for. So I'll sometimes get out a journal or a piece of paper and just jot down some things that I have to be grateful for, starting with the small things, even things like, oh my gosh, I woke up today. I was able to get out of bed. I'm healthy. I have a wonderful family, the little things. And as you begin to do that, those positive affirmations begin to 
change your whole outlook to one of negative to one of positive. Um, Thomas Edison said, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. And the most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. So even if we think about things like this, I've just got to do it one more time, just got to do it one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is our own weakness and we need to put that positivity and gratitude back into our lives. And it helps you get out of bed or get going if you remember your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing it like we are to help other people? Because that can definitely be a motivator to get us up and going. I actually just saw that quote that you just said mm. yesterday. Just yesterday, I just read that quote, and that's such a great quote. Yes, yes. <gasps> that's awesome. So our next question for you is, what is a life experience that's really played a big role in forming who you are today? I am not a person who likes change. Hands up for all of those who don't like change. Um, so For me, what really kind of changed my life in that way is obviously I'm not from here, although I live in Florida, that's not where I come from. So if I think that I can't make a change in my life, I think back to the fact that when I was 19 years old, I met my husband. Uh, He was in the military I was a mama's girl. I didn't like to be away from home. And I took that big, gigantic step to come from the UK to the US. And that was a huge, devastating change for me because I was away from my family and I had to kind of learn how to do things in a different country with a different language. Um, So when I think I can't do something or that I'm not adequate for it, or I don't, I'm not up for change. I think back to, I made a huge change in my life and it was positive. I I would never go back to England to live now, although I love to visit. I mean, the U S is my home. It was a gigantic jump for me, a leap of faith. Um, But when you think that you can't just know that you can, Mm -hmm. And did you move from the UK right to Florida? No. No, we moved right from the UK to New Mexico, in the middle of nowhere, 100 miles from anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now, my husband's a Floridian, so I already visited Florida. Um, But no, New Mexico, my daughter was born there. We were only there 16 months, and then we were back to England for four years. Then we moved to Utah, one of my favorite states Mm, that mm -hmm. I've been to. I was just there last summer. It's beautiful. Uh, Yeah. Yes, it is beautiful. Wow. Yeah, that's a big, you know, that's a big adjustment. I know when I was, and this is not out of the country, but, you know, my husband and I met in college and we got engaged and moved down here from Michigan to Florida when I was 20. Was I 22? Yeah, I just turned 22 when we moved down here. And Michigan to Florida is a big culture shock. Like that was like, holy cow. So I can't even imagine. And you were even younger to move from the UK. Like 
I cannot. I, I probably called my mom five. Does this sound familiar, Julieta? I probably called my mother five times a day when I first moved to Florida. Now I know where your daughter gets That's it. where Lexi gets it from. Because I was so, well, you know, I, I didn't have family down here. My husband's aunt and uncle were down here. I didn't even know them. I didn't know anybody down here. And it was one of those things was I was in love. I was marrying him. I was going to go where we had to go. I, you do what you got to do. And who that was rough. That was rough. That was a huge, big learning yeah. experience. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, um, you know, as I, I've never permanently moved to another country, but I, I lived in Venezuela for a year as an exchange student. And that's always, that's my, um, you know, biggest influencer on who I am and, um, you know, how I, how I view the world. It's, um, I think it, it, it is for everybody. It's life-changing to experience living in a country that's not your own, but also speaking to Allison, I think moving from Wisconsin to Florida, what supported my, you know, that transition for me, you know, South Florida, where we live, there's, I was in Miami at the time. I spoke more Spanish in, in Miami than, um, yeah. than English. And yeah. even at my job, I spoke Spanish all day long. And I would think all the time, you know, thank God I had my year in Venezuela. That helped me transition to living in South Florida. But people think that, that everything is the same in America. And the truth is it's a giant country with different cultures Ooh. everywhere. And you can move from one state to another state and it can be completely different as well. So. Yeah. And people think that, Oh, you're moving from the UK to the U S you both, both speak English, the English language and the American language are like polar opposites. And we spent several years offending one another with what we were saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's even, you know, yes, we do all speak the same language in the US, but um, depending on where you go, there's different, different sayings that people use different. Yes. So it's different accents. And yeah, I we also hosted exchange students growing up and our first exchange student, we drove from Wisconsin to Orlando for this family trip, and my family specifically decided to drive so that he could see many parts of the U.S. And um, I think we stopped in Indiana, like Southern Indiana, to fill up with gas. And already there, people had this Southern twang. And you know, we all got out of the car, used the bathroom, stretch our legs, fill up the gas, and we get back in the car. And our exchange student says what language are they speaking here? Because <laughs> I couldn't understand them, you know? And it was like, he had already spent months and months in Wisconsin. He communicated with us just fine, but, you know, travel a few hundred miles to Southern Indiana and already he can't understand them. So yeah, it's, uh, but this is, you know, this was what makes the world interesting is all these different cultures. And I'm so appreciative of, um, you know, I was living in Venezuela, but I was an exchange student and there were other exchange students with my program from all over the world. So not only did I get to experience the Venezuelan culture, but experiencing the culture of all these other, you know, people from around the world. And, you know, some of them are still dear friends of mine. And um, so, yes, I think, um, and, you know, 
living in the world that we live in now, it is so much easier to connect with people all yes. around the world yes. and um, really helps everyone understand that, that we're all human beings and we're all on this planet here together and we get to work together. And so anyway, yeah. so after all of this lovely conversation that we've had, Lynn, what is the one thing you would love for our audience to take away from our time here today? So originally, because you give me these questions, what I was thinking of was really along the lines of, of self-care, because I think that that's so important, the breathing, making sure we're taking care of us. But thinking about what had been most impactful in my life and the big change, I think that I would like people, and especially women, because we don't always walk in our power, to just remember that if you think that you can't do something, to remember that you can. Surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up in that way and encourage you to do what you think is the unthinkable thing, because we definitely can make changes for the better in our lives. And... It's really important, though, to add that self-care and self-love for ourselves, treat ourselves with grace. So when we're thinking about even if we're making changes, do it graciously toward ourselves and don't be negative about it. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Think about it and flip that around that, yes, you can do it. We've all been empowered with an incredible amount of strength and fortitude that we don't always think that we have, but we do have it. And so surround yourself with positive, uplifting people that are going to help you on your journey through life. Mm -hmm. Someone I know always has said to me in the past that you already have everything in you to be exactly what it is you, you want to be. You just have to accept it and just do it, right? Like you just have yeah. to move yeah. forward. I mean, I think that, you know, I would say over the last few years and going through everything we've gone through with the pandemic and just my own personal growth journey, it's just been interesting to me. I now recognize how many women don't do something because they just don't think they can do it. And it's, that's really sad. And I was one of those mm -hmm. women. And I think probably part going through it, my own experience and realizing that, yeah, if I like this podcast, we were just like, this would be cool. Let's do a podcast. We had no clue what we were doing, but we're just going to do it. We did it. And here we are hundred and plus episodes later, you know, a year into it and sponsors now and all kinds of great things. And, and the biggest thing is, is the reason we wanted to do it was to make a difference in women's lives. And that's what we're doing. So, you know, absolutely. If it's, if it's in your heart and you know that it's something you're, you're, you've wanted to do and you're meant to do, you, it's there. You've just got to, just got to do it. You just got to step out and do it. So I love that. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, Lynn, so much for joining us today. It's been wonderful having you on the show. Thanks. It's been wonderful to be here. Yay. And we also want to send a big thank you to Alicia Botang Designs for sponsoring this episode. And a huge thank you to our audience. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. And if you've enjoyed our show, please like, comment, follow, subscribe, and share. That really helps us keep everything going here. And if you would like to reach out to Lynn, Allison, or myself, 
Check out the show notes, all of our contact information, social media, websites, etc., etc. is all available there in the show notes. And with that, I want to wish everybody a magical day.